Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bala here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional. Professional review on Canada's drag <laughs> race. Drag superstar of the year competition. Canada's drag race. Pageant. <laughs> the Canada, the Canada edition of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, also, that... known, also known as Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just doesn't flow, okay, and I can't do that. I can't. Well, you, you literally just heard from us, mm-hmm. as we, as you know, we are playing catch up with Canada's Drag Race because we really want to podcast real time that's kind of what i i want to do i want to i want you to watch the episode and then i want our review up there immediately now these episodes that we're doing right now have already been out but we are playing catch up this is um episode three and then there's another episode four and then i believe episode five is coming out tomorrow so actually we're doing pretty well this is rapid fire content. Really? Basically, that's what it is. Yep. Our episodes of our podcast are dropping nearly every day. <laughs> this is exciting. It's an exciting time. You you should feel like we've moved into your flat. Mm-hmm. You should feel like we are a colleague. You should feel <laughs> like you picked us up and we're in that car or sitting next to you on the train. Uh-huh. That is how close we are now. Okay, that's it. We are your noisy, opinionated friend slash flatmate slash colleagues that you want to listen to good luck trying to get rid of us well yeah it's easy because we're here to stay (laughs) now last week we said goodbye to kine we did say goodbye to kine that was a surprise to me to uh, to be honest it really was a surprise that she was in the bottom i sense a bit of favoritism towards Mm. boa now i'm gonna put i'm gonna put it out here um her character and i guess her charm there's something there's something quite charming about uh an unpolished queen yeah. where they just their their spirit is just so endearing that you yeah. look past the unpolished um performance in drag and i don't know how long that's gonna hold because at the moment yeah she's she, she really is she's but I also feel if I was a polished queen, it's very much like um, season five where Detox mm-hmm. was saying it's really, really unfair because I'm Detox. And you let's be honest, people knew her yeah. and they were judging her on a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Whereas little queens like Serena Chacha were like babied along mm-hmm. and she's like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm-hmm. You should judge me the same way you judge them, but because of their polish, they they kind of critiqued even harder. So I feel like at the moment that's happening with Boa, and we did say goodbye to Kaim, but I, even though the week before Kaim did, I feel deserve to go home because of her attitude. She did not deserve to be in the bottom. I completely agree. Yeah, found the judging a bit funny last week. Um, I don't think Kaim deserved to be in the bottom three, let alone the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Um, Lemon wouldn't have been my choice for winner. Um, she wasn't even in my choice for top three, I don't think. Okay. Um, I, like, it, it was very strange to me. You're right about Boa being favoritized a bit. I think Lemon's perhaps. Getting I, don't, I think that, that they've, it's almost like, you know, she was in the bottom the first week and now she's going to have this rising trajectory kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so who who won the lip? It was Tainomi who won the lip sync last week. Yes, um, Tainomi is apparently a really big name in Canada. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She she's a name, so she's going on there and putting a lot of 
But she's putting reputation on the line by going on to a competition like this where you are going to be critiqued and we're going to be able to see the the like when you when you go to a performance, all you see is the what you see after many, many weeks and months of rehearsal, you see a product and a product that they're finally happy to put out there because mm-hmm. they've they've really worked hard on it. The the downside about going on television is that people not only they don't they don't just see the finished product they see the struggle they see mm-hmm. all of those things that make you human but one of the beauties about seeing perfection on stage is that you see them as untouchable you see them as this the superstar and you're in awe of that yeah but when you when you put yourself on reality tv we see actually you bleed and also kind of you like bleed. reality tv is where those plot lines like the kind of the the rough diamond like yes. boa tends to play out yes. or the the rising ingenue like lemon exactly they tend to favor the the unpros they do and and those who come in with the reputation they almost make it like their their aim to show that maybe they're not as good as you all thought they were they, they, they kind mm. of make it that's what they tend Brit to filter. do yeah, they they tend yeah. to do. The they best. love taking a queen down a peg or two it, as well, don't well, they? Well, more than a peg, it's it's a few few levels down. <laughs> it's a basement. It's like from <sighs> level. Five. It's, it's like seriously from like a, the the sky view to like the attic. <laughs> a really the underground attic. That's what they tend to Proper, do. So like, I feel. I hope they don't. I hope that um they stop doing that with mm. Tainomi because I think uh, in the first episode and the second episode they they are showing her. Her vulnerability, and we love to see the vulnerability, but they're actually showing um, it in a way that doesn't make her seem like, oh, we want to be with you. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, I can't explain it. Like, they're showing a side of her mm. that's not, that's quite weak. And they. It's interesting because um, Lemon, when she walked in, she said one of the first shows I ever did was dancing. Backing well, for Tainomi. Exactly, exactly. So it must feel very strange for Tainomi for that kind of like reversal of fortunes or to be, you know, her, her years of polish and talent and skill to... Like- to yeah, every be performer in a way. Every performer has an ego, regardless. Mm. We they they all have an ego. You cannot do this profession, especially drag, without having a sense of ego and a sense of pride. Oh, it's a, it's you. a true narcissist so profession. You have to, exactly. Mm-hmm. So on already to see someone who you had as your backup on the same show and also doing better than you, mm-hmm. like it's gonna start affecting her. And I think it is. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're showing that she's not as good as her reputation is. And mm. and so it's not vulnerability. I feel like it's more of an attack. I will say that, you know, certain, there's a real, a real, real thing that I truly believe in is that um, an amazing drag race competitor is not the same as an amazing drag queen. Oh, some uh, girls are just so good at the game and some girls who, you know, you would go to a show and they would perform the house down. You'd have the best night. They'd be the best hostess. They're no good in acting and sewing challenges. And that's all we've had so far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a game. It's a game. And also everyone, even for us sometimes, it's just a television show. Oh, it is a favorite a tele- television yes. show. But it is so, just a television show. Yes, exactly definitely. that. Now, let's get into it. From the first part, we have seen a bit of the previews while we were just having a little bit of a snack. And um, <laughs> Tom's now on his First porn star martini. Adult entertainer martini, thank you very much. Uh, oh, sorry, should we bleep mm. that out? Should we bleep <laughs> that out? Now, what we've seen so far is the girls coming into the workroom and they're 
they're basically doing the whole mirror message, wipe it off. I'm going to do so much better next week. You know, like I can, we can actually skip every single episode ever. From now on, we can skip the, we we can skip the um, post runway and just go straight to the challenges because let's be honest, we get this. Unless it's, unless something different happens, Uh that's what we do. Oh my God, I'm never going to be in the bottom again. (laughs) I've got a file under my ass and you know, I'm going to. And if it's her second time in the bottom or third time, she's like, girl, if I have to lip sync my way to the end, then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. So from now on, no more post workroom unless there is drama. <laughs> now, the mini challenge that they had to do is a anchor challenge where they had to go and read off a teleprompter. And it was based on, I'm oh, sorry, it was trilingual based, meaning that it was mm. English. It was French yeah. and it was drag. Yeah. So, um, yes, basically, what what do they do in season, they had the previous they seasons? They love kind of like presenter teleprompter challenges. Yeah. So they, they did the thing with the uh, Rachel Maddow. Yes. Um, Maddow, she better don't. This, yeah, that was the one. Season 11. They've done breakfast tv presenters in in, they've done it in season three they've done it in season uh nine they love stuff like this they love news anchor breakfast show type stuff well because they like to put them in a it's a moment to make tv it's a television moment isn't it so even season one had a teleprompter challenge i remember they they put loads of stuff up that's really difficult to read and then um, on Gina, she ended hers with, my name is Connie Chong. And it really made me <laughs> laugh. That's true. Yeah. So who are your standouts in the mini challenge? Just to stand out. Um, well, the ones to me who were the most professional. Professional? Professional were Bagger and Kiara. Yes. But they had the distinct advantage of being Quebec girls. So French is either their first or second language. I don't know. It's the region, to my understanding, of Canada where people do speak French. Yep. By far, my favorite performance was Jimbo doing her Nancy Grace. 100%. Doing her Nancy Grace. Now, first of all, this is only a mini challenge, and this uh-huh. is the best Nancy Drew I've seen on RuPaul's Drag Sorry, Nancy <laughs> Grace. Nancy Grace. This is the best Nancy Grace I've seen on RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. history. Now, who needs to take notes from this character? Um, Detox, please take yep. notes. And Acid Barry. Acid Barry, please take notes. And this is only a mini challenge. You know what? I'm getting more and more excited with Jimbo because she's great, isn't she? She really is showing us versatility. Tell you what, yeah, I let the record show she was my favourite entrance look. So I feel like I feel like I'm. She's my girl. She's okay. my girl. All right, my cool. money's on Jimbo. Okay. You know, back it up, back it up. <laughs> I'm excited to see what she does on the Snatch Game because she's very yeah. very character based, isn't it? We have there are so many different sides that we've seen from her. It's not the same same. The only thing I hope is that the judges don't do the whole you're hiding behind a character mm. because even though we see the confessionals and we get to see you know that that human side the the non-character side of Jimbo, they obviously that's not portrayed to the judges on yeah. the main stage. They only see what they're given on the main stage. So I just really hope they don't do that. She doesn't get tailored, really. Exactly tailored. I always yeah. find that critique quite hollow, though. It's like, sure, there may she may be inhabiting a character, but like all drag queens inhabit a character to a degree, don't they? Yeah. And. I don't know. It's one of those like reality V tropes. They're trying to draw out vulnerability to create a plot line, really, aren't they? Um, but um, yeah, 
Let's let's see what they make of Jimbo going on. Anybody else you thought was good in this challenge? No, Jimbo was by far the best. You, the thing is, Jimbo was paired with Boa, yes, and yes. Boa's doing the same thing. She's relying on being amateur and mm. using the amateur to be quite charismatic. You know, she's she's relying on the unpolished, which, as I said, is very very charming. But mm. then you get to a point. Where it's done, and I want to see something else now. Slight observation. Um, I wondered if Boa, I just got the sense she was genuinely struggling to read the teleprompter. And she mentioned she had ADHD last week, didn't she? So you may well roll your eyes. But, um, you know, people with ADHD do struggle to concentrate. And I wondered if that was um, part So what did you say? <laughs> so were you talking? Oh, a sequin. So the the winner of this challenge was Priyanka and Lemon. Now, when I look at their performance, I I didn't really see anyone them jump out at me in terms of like yeah. really really being funny or really really. There was it was just it was there. You know what? It was like Juju B's finale mm. um, performance of Clapback. They were there. They get there. They, they were in. The I middle, saw them in the middle of. The they show turned call. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did the thing. Le- Lemon did one or two kind of like little expressions and gestures. Like she did a really exaggerated drinking from her coffee mug thing that I thought was quite good. But mm. like that was about it. It was almost had like a Thorgy. Th- I don't know. Am I comparing it to Thorgy Thor? There was something about it that reminded me of um, Thorgy's uh, political debate character. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, so the winner. Of, oh God, background there. So the winner of this challenge was Lemon and Priyanka. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to them, regardless. I mean, I don't know who, how they judged it, but Priyanka and Lemon won. Can I just say something about Priyanka? Priyanka, to me, she's got that adore charisma. She's got that adore. Okay. I want you to keep like I just as I was watching her confessionals, I'm just and watching her in general. She's actually quite charming. She's yeah. Priyanka's actually quite charming. And she's really, really getting the um not only the adore edit, I feel, but she's also um very much like adore in the in the sense that she can laugh at herself a lot. Mm-hmm. Not too serious, but she really wants it. And I want you to keep um keep that in your mind as we watch this more and more. Well, I now, remember in the uh, first episode you said that she was kind of cute, so I wonder if that's what's uh, coming to the fore here. <laughs> she is, she's a cute <laughs> boy. So was Tainomi. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let's look at the Maxi challenge. The maxi challenge this week is uh, basically groups of two. Yes. Yes. And it's a rival girl group rap battle. Very similar, what it sounds like, very similar to like, oh no, she better dunk. Oh no, she better. Adore. They said, force it. It's very, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, you feel it. I don't know about this NSYNC stuff. That's it. And it's called Not Sorry About It. So, what are the groups? So, in order, so Priyanka got first pick and chose Tainomi. So she's she said she said out and out she wants the girls who got some swag and some rhythm. So Tainomi was first pick, which must be a nice I, ego I boost. Ill shit on the daily. <laughs> must be a nice like good recognition for Tainomi after what happened last week. Priyanka chooses Rita. I'm guessing like performance. You know, she's got performance power. Um, Lemon chooses Jimbo, and Jimbo's very, very funny staying in character, wasn't she, as Nancy Grace. Um, Priyanka then chooses Scarlet Bobo. Interesting. I've not seen Scarlet shine yet, but she was clearly high up in Priyanka's consciousness. Lemon chooses Kiara. I uh, thought she would have been picked 
sooner than that, actually. Then it seems like it's the leftovers. Priyanka chooses Anastasia, Lemon chooses Boa, and Ilona is assigned to Priyanka's team. And that's the second week in a row that Ilona's been chosen last. Mm. What's going on with Ilona? Why is she not making an impression? I don't know. She's well to be honest, she hasn't been placing high or Mm-mm. placing well at the moment. And I to be honest, at the moment she comes across as the baby queen and maybe not baby in terms of youth, but baby in terms of projection and experience. Mm. And you don't want yeah. that you don't want that kind of queen on your team. Yeah. I mean it's like um it's like what who was it? it was Darian Lake? What it's like what Darian said yeah. to Dayla. When I think rapper, mm, I don't. Think <laughs> My first thought is of a Bandler Cram. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's pretty much that kind of thing. Now Ilona did expect Priyanka to pick yeah. them to pick her based on friendship, and yes. it, and it kind of brought up that that very much. Coco and Jade moment oh, where yeah. Jade was like, I thought you were going to choose me, girl, because like we're best friends. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. Yeah, I'm totally at, fine. At the end of the day, I love you regardless, but I want to win. Maybe this tells us something about Priyanka's character that she's a lot more focused on um, on winning than than making friends. Yeah, Th- this isn't America's next top best friend. Yep, I don't know who's going to do well at the moment with these queens. I mean, when I'm looking through the cast, I'm expecting Tainomi to do well because, like, mm-hmm. she she's she's seasoned. Yeah, I am looking at the other queens who I feel who will have a fast mouth, and I think Rita will have a fast mouth. I think the girls who could bring make us laugh, bring the comedy. You all succeed. I think Boa might do well in this as well. Yeah, her personality could project well through this. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know the rest. I remember like Bianca and Jocelyn did well in this, and they're they're more funny than rapper musical queens, aren't they? Their verses were more memorable than say Courtney, who's a singer. Mm, yeah, but uh, this is rap. This is this is rap. That's so, what I mean. It's more about the funnies and the personality and the attitude. Yeah. So Courtney would would never have done it. And oh gosh, you bring up Courtney, and I think about that time that she had to do that challenge, and she decided to sing. <laughs> I, what, They're the mean gays. I they live thought, in West Hollywood. I, I I just thought it came out of nowhere, <laughs> and it's not a cabaret, honey. I, <laughs> it was another cringe moment where I'm like, oh my god, really, really. It, if, you, no. if you're going to do a comedy song, it's got to be very funny. But also, you've got to be a, such a phenomenal singer. And this is not enough time. The whole thing should have been a song. I want to tell you a story about something. And then you went into a song straight away. <laughs> not a, this, I'm trying to be funny. Now I'm going to sing you a song like based a on my experience. You're suggesting she should have composed a five-minute long musical. I'm saying that she should have done the whole thing as a music tribute act, yeah. or she should have stuck to something. Like, if you're going to do it, do it full, do it full, full force, really. Okay. Pretty okay. much it. Anyway, I want to get into seeing how the girls work out their reps and how they work in their groups. Let's have a look. All right, so right now what we've just seen is the girls and how they're working in the ro- the workroom, really. Now, they've had to choose their own um, band name, and I've just learned something new. You already <laughs> knew this. I don't know how. Yes. Um, a moose knuckle. Can you talk me and the rest of our listeners who are just as innocent and pure as me, tell us what a moose knuckle is? I guess it's, it's, my understanding has always been it's like the male equivalent of a camel toe. 
That's basically from what yeah. they explained. It's camel toe for the men. And it's, it's, it's funny because obviously a moose is a Canadian animal, so they're using a pun there. Why would you have? Why would why would that be your name? Your band name? Because they're drag queens, and funny innuendos and puns are their stock in trade. But how does moose knuckle translate to girl group rap? It doesn't directly, but... It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. I know that it's supposed to be funny and crude, but, like, if it made sense, then yeah, but it doesn't. It's a, it's a bit of a reach it, for the stars. It, but it's also Canadian. They said that they wanted something Canadian, and a moose is a Canadian creature. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so sure there are a million other things in Canada that they can use to um, define themselves by, and I'm sure our Canadian listeners could probably list off uh, a, quite a few... Well, why don't we have a contest this week if people from Canada want to send us? Um, some look, I, look, I don't know names. why. I'm just, I'm just wondering why they want to define themselves by the moose knuckle. I mean, yeah, okay, it's funny, cool. I get it, I get it. <laughs> I just can't believe that that thing has a name. Like all these times, I've, I've seen it, but it's just been like a, ugh, like mate, come on, mate, come on, mate. Put your moose knuckle away. And the other group has a little bit more decorum, and they're called the Dwarls. Not the dolls, the dwarves. The dwarves. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is funny because they call themselves the dwarves and the Priyanka wanted to call her group Priyanka and the dolls. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if, if first of all, if it's up to me and people ask me, if, if no one has a name for anything, for example, when I used to do sports or whenever we're in group team names and no one could come up with a name, I have go-to group names. Mm-hmm. Bolo and others. <laughs> Bolo and them. <laughs> Bolo, etc. Those are my. I've, I've got names, and then and then all of a sudden, everyone in the group thinks of a name. I'm like, wow, um, wow. Wait till I pull out Bolo and the, and my amazing names. And then all of a sudden, you guys can come up with things. <laughs> I guess our viewers at home can draw their own inferences about your character from uh, those names. Mm. Moving forward. Um, I was excited to see Ralph helping them with the recording. I'm surprised you know who Ralph is. I, I really love her song, Tease. That's the song that I'm most familiar with. You're just a tease. Do, 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 what do, kind of do, music does do, she do, do? The kind of thing I listen to, kind of um, female vocal synth pop. Yep. That's, that's most of her stuff that I've heard about. Um, but I think she's cool. She's a cool chick. She's a great recording artist. Do you know what? And also, there's a moment with Alona. And Alona is, I guess she's complaining that she's been, when it comes to choosing groups, she's been Alona. She's always well, the last one to be chosen. Name, and um, do you know what? This is, she kind of joked about it. She's like, oh my God, really two weeks in a row. It's actually sad. But she mm-hmm. said it in quite like a haha kiki kind of way. And then there's actually, they made sure to show us that it was actually affecting her. And then they were talking about um, how you always choose the last was sports because mm. that's not, it's not where they fit in. That's not what they're calling us. It's drag. It's theater. It's, it's this performance. And now that you're in a competition where you're doing exactly what you're loving and you're still being chosen last, how do you think that's going to affect her? She used the word triggering, and unfortunately the word triggering really triggers me. I find it really annoying. I think it's really overused. But what she does describe is um, it's essentially having a bit of a reliving experience, isn't she? And reliving those um, 
those moments that you describe of being picked last for sports and not being good enough do you uh, think not being good she's enough. associating that memory and that feeling of not being good enough for sports she's feeling that now she's yeah. not good enough even for drag but this is actually what defines her this is actually what she does and who she is and what she I think spends her time doing quite a common thing in drag race where you're where, where the girls are performing their hometown they're usually a little bit of a big fish in a smaller pond mm. they come to drag race and all the big fish are there the pond is huge and uh the fish's sizes are all redefined and so i think she's she's reliving those memories of not feeling good enough by being pushed to the bottom of the pecking order to mix metaphors um so it's difficult for her but credit to ilona she has her moment and then she she seems to just shake it off so I'm, I'm glad she just moves past it and doesn't sit there sulking. So good on her. Good on her. Yeah. And also, going through and watching the show, I keep wanting Alona to be my friend. Like, she's actually really, really funny. The things yeah. that she says, she's actually really, really funny and charismatic. Now, let's go to the rap. Can I just mention she is not as she first advertised. When she walked into the, fir- the workroom the first time, she said, I'm going to be the bitch. She's not. She's a sweetie. Well, yeah, she has and been she's quite funny this and sweet. She's just really funny, yeah. and, and like the things, the way that she talks, like she just looks like a, a damn good time. Yeah, you know, she's not like a, uh, uh, she's just the things that she says are funny, she's and it's, quite, it's actually it falls along my humor. Yeah, she's quite dry and funny, isn't yeah, she? Yes, exactly. I think, I think we're liking Ilona. So um, when we go into the rehearsals for the rap challenge, and I want to talk about Ilona some more, mm. I actually really found the rhythm of her rap really, really good, and then how she ends up with, ah, "I'm so funny." Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a good, it was a good little delivery it, of a it joke. It really, really is, yeah. and it just kind of adds on and adds on to why I really want Alona. If you're listening, I want you to be my friend, please. <laughs> I think that you'll be a good time. I'd love you on the podcast. Yes, I How would actually. Would that be? Should be so funny. Yeah, right. Oh, I, I don't know. She, they. Oh, so they. Well, I guess like a lot. Of, I'm. A lot I'm of, so. I apologize if I've been pronouncing you wrong. I guess a lot of drag queens. In the context of their Drag, character, yeah, are quite happy to go by sheep. But in in Ilona's, the person behind Ilona in their life, they are they. They are two spirit, okay. and they are, they don't occupy one end of the gender binary or the other in the context of drag i'm going to say she yes for, for all of the girls because unless they say in drag that they are not then i will i think try my best it's, it's my understanding and i hope i'm not too wide of the mark here that most drag queens are perfectly happy to be referred to as she when we're talking about their character mm-hmm. uh, and when we're talking about the show we're talking about their characters and their personas really we don't know these people yeah so let's go to the rehearsals now. I just want to pick a pick a few people out that kind of stood out. Mm. Uh, what I'm loving is that Priyanka and Bobo and Rita Beggar all have songs on iTunes. And Ralph was impressed. Yes, mm. but the thing is, anyone can have a song on iTunes. <laughs> anyone could have a podcast on iTunes. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you who really, really blew my mind vocally was Rita Beggar. She was fantastic. But I wonder if they're going to ask the question like, Rita, is this what was expected of you in a rap challenge? Not saying it's not going to add to the song and make it fun. But she is sticking with her comfort zone, which is singing and she's not rapping. And she might be criticized for that. 
Hmm. hmm. I don't. Yeah. Sometimes you know I what? Thoughts. If everyone's doing a rap and a rap, she could do like that bridge. Because you know, in raps there are bridges. Like when you think of like Nicki Minaj and um, how she goes hard, 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 and then she will mm. have like even Cardi B. She'll have a moment where there's a singing type element of it, and it's usually that bridge that comes back. Yeah, I mean, uh, Azealia Banks. She's a great singer as well as a great rapper. So Some yeah, questionable that, views. I, I mean, I mean, as a group. Her choice makes sense. Mm. However, if it was an individual thing and she ra- she sung instead of rap, then that would be a different thing. But this is a group mm. challenge and it's two on two. But Rita stood up to me. Um, Ilona stood up to me because of her rhythm. Yeah. And that's it. Also, um, Jumbo and his wit. Jimbo How was so funny. He comes up on the spot. He comes up with things on the spot. And I think that's really great. Jimbo pulled an Alaska and laced it with RuPaul references. She's clearly a fan of the show and wore her credentials as a super fan on her sleeve. She made a bunch of references to different drag race um, kind of memes and, and jokes in there. Yep. Um, I, I like Tainomi as well. She did a very kind of like patois yes. style. It was delivery. like a that's your wine. That's your wine. Yeah. That's your wine. That's your wine. She drew, she drew on her roots, didn't she? Yeah. And, um, she, really she had a line that was like, other girls be dati dati need to watch their pante pante and I was like yes I was like oh I just want to get in touch I to start dancing there now anybody who stood out to you as struggling a bit um, I have here that Anna Stash Anastasia was just completely out of her element mm. now body language speaks um, um, speaks oh god really just when you see her on stage and she's just standing there, closed body language, holding her book, not even moving or getting into Wearing it. Wearing 20 layers. 20 layers in a scarf. And she just stands up there and it's like she's reading an obituary. <sighs> so she's reading like it's, like the menu, like today's order, today's menu is this and the specials are that. That's what it looks like she was doing. Yeah. And they gave her the struggle burst edit as well, didn't they? It was like it did. lots of stops and starts. You know what? Anastasia strikes me as a queen who does whatever she does well. Pageantry. What she does. Very, very well. She does very well. And what she doesn't do well, she doesn't like it because she doesn't like to look bad. She doesn't like to look like she doesn't know how to do anything. So her storyline is going to be something on the lines of either she pushes through that barrier and grows as an artist mm-hmm. and discovers new realms in which she could be talented or, or she's going to hold her back in the yeah, competition. Going to, she's going to so, stick to how that is and then... I, home. I guess that remains to be seen potentially this episode or, or subsequent episodes. It's like a very Trinity K. Bonet. I am not a singer. I I lip sync for a living. Okay, mm. thank you. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was cut off so sharply but, from that one, um, from the critique from RuPaul. Trinity got the kind of breaking through the barrier storyline, didn't she? So yes. let's, let's hope for something similar for Anastasia. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, like to see her go early. That's the thing about Anastasia is that she actually, I felt she was very, very closed and she didn't want to be there. And she actually, like her body language was, was quite snobbish. Like this is just not me i think and she's that qu- energy translated into the choreography i think she's quite an armor-plated person we learned last week about what a survivor she is and she spoke about even getting shot and nearly dying with a real like emotional detachment so i would suspect that she's somebody who really struggles to show her vulnerability or to show when she's struggling with something that that's probably it yeah. that's, that's probably exactly it because 
it's not her it's not her thing yeah from what we can so tell and what gonna... she's selling us so she's not really giving it a hundred hundred percent because if she gives it a hundred percent if she looks like she's trying mm. then she feels stupid but if in her mind she's not even going to give it a go then it, it kind of doesn't affect her if she doesn't do well because yeah. she can just say well you know i wasn't even trying it's not really my that's thing it. that's it yeah um Boa needed a lot of direction with her enunciation in particular, but her content and her delivery seemed quite funny. Yep. So she might bring it, but we'll see. What about the... Now, you're a resident choreography expert. What, yes. can, you, what can you tell me about their choreography? Um, the choreography was... Look, first of all, the choreography on its own was just very, very um, good. It was very, very standard, a hip-hop type class, a hip-hop type choreography. The only thing that I was thinking when I was watching that choreography is where does it sit and rap mm-hmm. now rap rap's about the feel yeah motherfucking yeah do you know what i mean and it is like oh no you better don't <laughs> it had to be rap is about the feel <laughs> and the choreography was really like um gay funk do you feel like it was more light poppy not enough kind of like grind and dirt and kind of feel behind it well, it just looked like a dance class, a, 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 a jazz funk dance routine. And maybe, mm. maybe there is going to be that kind of element where it fits. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to trust that he knows what he's doing. Um, His name is Hollywood Jade. Hollywood Jade. No, I thought it was Hollywood because I was like, oh, Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, you know, Hollywood's a, a very good choreographer, mm-hmm. um, very well known, globally known. And it wasn't. And I was like, oh, that's not Hollywood. It's Hollywood <laughs> Jade. I've never heard of Jolly Hollywood Jade, but I would love to take one of his classes. I did like their choreography, but I don't know where mm, it fits in, this in theme. rap. Yeah. Who stood out to you? Please tell me. Do you know what? As much as Anastasia Anakwe was um complaining and just like really mm-hmm. not wanting to be here she hit honestly she checked out of that hotel early her <laughs> bags were ready she she was her ass was out <laughs> she's like i got a train to catch yeah i was well, I, I have a thing especially when it comes to dancing where i look at the mm. people behind i look everywhere and she was actually one of the queens who was getting the choreography mm. down and that's in the rehearsals priyanka was getting the choreography down lemon wow okay lemon you know i read you last week because of you didn't do ballet when it was a ballet challenge <laughs> but um she really stood out she she was on rhythm she was on time mm-hmm. and like she was already so confident in the choreography that she started already adding in facials mm. she started adding shows her confidence so, yes though. priyanka was getting it even though she looked she was saying that she was struggling Tainomi Tainomi seems to be getting it oh Tainomi's got it down packed Tainomi is is a very good dancer and a very good mover now the people that were struggling was Alona definitely Alona Mm -hmm. Um, she was she was on another rhythm she was in another country she that (laughs) there was a delay it was like a zoom call I'd say Alona even looked uncomfortable like moving her limbs full stop she seems to be really like constrained and like mm. not doing it they made a point of showing jimbo struggling a bit with it yeah do you know what i see i th- see jimbo being one of those girls who takes the choreo back to her hotel room and she will be on it yeah. until three in the morning and inject some humor into it yep yeah. yep yep now one thing i want to tell these girls or one thing that i I'm, I'm guessing they were told is at the end of the day 
just don't show it on your face. Now, a lot of these girls are going to say, I'm not a dancer. I'm not a, I'm not a dancer. Okay, cool. You're a performer. You're a drag mm. queen. So what you can do, do it. And if you stuff up, don't show it. Mm-hmm. Drag it up. That's it. Don't show it on your face. And just make sure your lips are always moving. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Even like, do the Mariah Valenciaga. Say, I was up there saying elephant juice and shalaba laba tuna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just make sure your lips are always moving. A, this is a. It's not strictly a singing challenge. B, it's not strictly a dancing challenge. What mm. is it? It is a performance yeah, challenge. Remember That's that. Yeah. What they need to remember mm-hmm. because if they're going to focus on what they can do and what they can't do, they're going to be like, "Well, I'm a singer. I don't dance. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a dancer. I don't sing." Girl, just perform, move your lips and do what you can with the choreography, but just show, don't show it on your face. And one of the worst things you can do is when you stuff up and you look to the side, mm-hmm. somehow, for some reason, you doesn't matter where you are, if you stop and look to the side, you're going to be, somehow your eyes draw to there. I don't know why, but. You're always next to Tanami Banks, unfortunately. Your eyes are going to be like drawn to you. So just don't <laughs> show it. That's it. That's mm. all I have to say with the girls. Now, I actually want to move into, um, see if there were any mirror moments that you picked up inside mirror the moments. workroom right after. Well, we saw some interesting dynamics between Boa and Scarlett. Interesting that they're getting this storyline all of a sudden that hadn't really played out in two previous episodes. No, so much I've so never saw it. that they cut in unseen footage to give it some content context so um they, they what have, is the context tell us the context well they have already alluded to being friends already um now it seems like what, what i'm getting is boa is saying scarlet's annoyed with me and i don't know why scarlet and we so show shown two clips actually of scarlet kind of being on the attack a little bit with um with boa and throwing some pretty catty comments her way but Scarlett says it's the other way around, that Boa has been making catty comments and, and making jokes when she's been trying to rely on her for emotional support and she thought she could count on her. Um, and it just seems to have created some beef. So we do see um, Boa with Jimbo's prompting going and trying to make amends. Um, do you think Jimbo's trying to be helpful there or do you think she's trying to stir the pot? Um, I think Jimbo doesn't have a nasty bone in his body. I thought she was trying to be helpful. I really do I think she's feel... a bit of a disasterina in the sense that yeah. I don't want any drama. Yes, just just keep it away from me. Uh-huh. Thank you. But the obvious thing to do was to talk her through and then say I love you and then focus on you. But we tried to do that. Um, Scarlett was a bit cold and rejecting. Um, she was being a bit kind of like, I'm focusing on my makeup and I can't have this shaking right now. It would have been the easier thing to not perpetuate it and to just say... Um, okay, this is why I'm annoyed. Let's just clear the air and let's love each other. Having said that, maybe Scarlett's somebody who struggles to express herself in that way and holds on to resentment a little bit. So let's hope it doesn't eat her alive in this competition or let's hope that's not her storyline and that's what gets her sent home. I think one of the hard things is, and one of the best things as well, is going into a competition and having someone that you know already there. Because it's kind of like... You're going into the competition and you want to be the best version of yourself. And Mm. no one knows you. So who you really want to be, you can be. Or if you wanted to even try be a different version of yourself, you're allowed to because no one has any expectation of you. (coughs) The ganja. Well, that's it. So (laughs) Scarlet Bobo is probably like, um, I wonder if Scarlet Bobo is kind of, there is that Laganja and Adore. 
Mm-hmm. The, the Scala, the, the Scala versus Boa is very the Adore and Laganja, where Laganja yeah. was always saying, in the real world, I'm the star. Uh-huh. Like, if everyone knows me, I'm the star. And even Adore said, like, you know, in the drag world, she's always come second she's, to Laganja. She's always yeah. been beneath Laganja. But in this competition, it's been the other way around. And I wonder if Scarlett doesn't like the idea that actually Boa's doing quite well, and that's not how it goes in the real world. Now, she did try to pull a ball borderline Asha Reed, where mm. she said you can take a shit on yeah. the stage and Vinestone and she was like okay there is there definitely is something that's quite combative and it has to be borderline jealousy that she's getting away with it now also Kind said a few weeks ago that how on earth are we living in a world where Boa is better than me so obviously in that in the real world and I put my Joey exclamation mm-hmm. points up in the real world Boa probably isn't as much of a star as well as she is in the show at the moment and when they walked into the workroom everyone was like wow it's Scarlet Bobo she's cool kind of thing and we've seen that she can do circus tricks and kind mm. of you know outlandish things like that that mm. probably do kind of get a great bookings set apart. Boa came in, I was like, oh, she's a mess. She's a mess. Yeah. But like you say, she's bringing that charm comparable to Odor Delano, not as polished, but bringing a lot of charm. And the judges eat that up. Yep. They love it. And so, Scarlett yeah. Bobo is just, she's in a state of confusion as to why she's doing as good, if not sometimes a bit better than her. So let's hope Scarlett's not eaten alive by this um, resentment because it won't help her in this competition. Yeah. Um, focus on yo. Now, also, there's Priyanka's little story that she's not really out to her dad, mm. which is quite sad, isn't it? Very sad. Um, sounds like a really difficult situation. Sounds like there's a lot of cultural factors involved yep. here. We have we have heard this story before on Drag Race many times, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I get this right. Priyanka said her dad is from Guyana. Okay. Yeah. Um, his mom knows but not the dad mom's a big fan of her drag as well there's always there's always something about the the cultural dad that that creates that barrier and I think it's because it's still very very much man has a man role woman has a woman role Mm -hmm. it's not as you know upgraded as the western civilization where women apparently they can vote they can vote now is it and work and work yes. full time or and you know they only have to spend a couple of hours a day chained to the sink <laughs> yeah exactly. why are you here <laughs> um that's it and, and i think it's still very and i i, I do say backwards but it's not really backwards it's just more true to their traditional culture that the man and has a has a has that masculine role whereas Mm. the woman has their own duties as a mother and as a daughter and as a sister roles are quite defined and quite clear having said that you know it it, it is every culture varies yeah as we were talking about the other week like for example in Samoan culture there is a um uh, the gender yep. is, you know, it's, even though it could be seen as quite a conservative culture in some ways, um, people who don't conform, who are biologically male but don't conform to that norm and it can occupy the niche of fafafine mm. can be accepted. So it, clearly in, in Guyanan culture, it's not acceptable. And I thought it was really, really poignant when Priyanka said, you know, she took a moment and she said, I just don't want my dad to hate me. Yeah, that's and I what think- it is, because obviously it sounds like their relationship is built on love. And the loss of that love is something that terrifies, terrifies him slash her. So many gay children. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't want to lose that relationship, so it's best for them to actually 
hide it and and kind of keep it away mm-hmm. as in as a way of not protecting them but more so protecting their father both ways really. because it can bring yeah. shame to the family mm. you know people find out mm. that's it what do you think um incredibly difficult situation for Priyanka. Do like, you have a, a message girls... for Priyanka? Because I have a feeling she's listening. Well, a lot of girls come on the show, don't they? And it's kind of, they have these these situations where they're not out to family members, but going on the show f- must force their hand, you know? You, even if her dad's not an avid follower of Drag Race, it doesn't sound like he is, um, it could, somebody could watch it and it's likely to get back to the family. Yeah, so it, it gives them a time frame before. It, it's kind of like a way of forcing themselves out of the closet, I always suspect. Yep. Although it didn't happen with Kim Chi. The program came out and Kim Chi's mum didn't know still. Mm. Um, but, um, but in this case, I suspect it will force a conversation. And yep. I, I really, really hope that's gone well for Priyanka and yeah. her apparent, you know, seemingly loving relationship with her dad. I hope that's preserved. Great. Okay, let's have a look at the final product of this rap challenge. And I'm ready to talk about their final performance. First of all, congratulations to the girls. It was a very entertaining, <laughs> really fun. It was very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. And give it up to the the writers of, uh, sorry, the music producers because they always seem to come up with some catchy tunes. Mm. Like by the end of it, I was already singing along. Like you I just, were. I felt like I knew the song. We were bitches, now, now we're, we're friends. friends. <laughs> that's um, what it was okay so, i do think they brought so much fun energy throughout yeah it. yeah and it was very much a season eight kind of like um girl group challenge except these girls came up with their own reps yeah yeah and it was it's a different format really wasn't it because it's was very much like interwoven we had these two groups but they were kind of like um it was kind of like question and answer almost but not quite like we'd have one of the dolls then one of the moose knuckles and they'd reciprocate in that yeah, way. It was, it was like, I go, you go, I go, you go, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was there. And like the choreography makes sense now because it wasn't like, bah, like yeah. that kind of like underground, like, you know, that kind of like grungy rap. It was actually like a, um, an Iggy, Iggy, Iggy Azalea kind of rap. It was like, like if, a Spice Girls were to rap. It's that's like what it would be like. Little Mix versus Fifth Harmony or yeah, something. Yeah, it was that kind of rap. Or it's like that time that Girls Loud and Sugar Babes did Walk This Way, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the girls' performance. Now, overall, I want to say my favorite verses, and this is. Okay. My favorite verse was Alona. She brought the funny and she delivered it really, really well. Yeah. I think <laughs> Alona, Alona had, I think Alona had my favorite verse. She definitely proved why she shouldn't have been chosen last. Yes, I I'll think tell you, so. Good honor for that. I'll tell you what, also, I like Lemon's um, rap in the sense that it was um, it had like a really good rhythm, but also she read the whole other group. Now, mm. other girls um, didn't actually read everyone. They're like, like for example, Boa picked on Scarlet Bobo. You know, Scarlet mm. Bobo, you look so, you know, no, Which is no, interesting because it played into your, the narrative of this yeah, episode. Your nose gives me eggplant. Like she, some of the girls actually picked one or two of the queens just, and and kind of read them. Whereas Lemon just went like, "Okay, bitch, one, this one, I have this to say, two, three, four, and then what was the name of that other girl? Mm. Like that's what I think Lemon's rap was very clever in the sense that she she read. She came there to read. They clearly to got read the, to read. Yes. Yeah. They clearly got the directive that they were supposed to read the other group, but they did interpret it in different ways, and they some were more general, yep, um, and some were more specific, yeah. Um, like interesting, Rita came right after her, and she focused specifically on Lemon, didn't she? 
Uh, to be honest, I don't know what she was reader like, was. L e m o n. Oh, not gonna make it to the end. Okay, I didn't know that. I oh, okay, no, I hear it now. Maybe it's her accent. I don't know. Um, yeah, but very, very good vocals, and it really did come off like a bridge type thing. Yeah, now, it did, it, and that that I think that excuses the singing more than the rapping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boa had like. You, I have to give it to her. She had really great energy on stage, very and it's, um, it's it's like it's what we expect from her. Like she's very very camp, very very overdoes everything. Like when she was on, when the camera was on her, she was always on point. Yeah. She was always giving you character, personality. She was giving you energy. So Boa was really good in that sense. Was it just me, or did she miss the lip sync a little bit? I don't know what you mean by that. Like, was, was I she, didn't see was, it. Was she, okay, it's just me then. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I I didn't really see it. Okay. okay. What about you? What about you? Who stood out to you? I think you've hit one. Most of the ones who stood. I thought Priyanka had really fun energy. I thought she okay. she gave me a pop star and she oh. was a good closer. Um, I thought Kiara was pretty solid. She brought a lot of fun attitude. See those two queens that you said. I'm. I think Kiara is ridiculously forgettable. I found like, Lemon more forgettable than Kiara, you know. The, th- the only time, because we listened to this twice, okay? Mm. The first time I watched the performance, the second time I didn't watch it. I focused on the audio. Mm-hmm. So you're right in terms of performance. No, performance-wise, in terms of her own rap, I heard her more when I was just listening for the rap. Um, when I was watching her, she was kind of, she blended in. But like, she always stood out as someone who knew the choreography. But yeah. I thought that Kiara is very forgettable. She did have that very catchy, Kiki wants a Kai Kai, mm. but none of these girls are my time. And then that's it. Tell but, you who I thought put in a good performance, Scarlett Bobo. Very much so. Now, Scarlett Bobo did something that I really, really liked and appreciated. Mm. She performed to the audience and to the judges and to the front. A lot of these girls had a tendency, because they were rapping about them, they kept rapping to them. They kept pu- they kept pushing a Morgan McMichaels. Why are you mad, though? 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 Yeah, it's like, why are you performing to them? Like, I know you're talking about them, mm. but like... Tell us why they like you have you still have to perform to us. And a lot of the girls got caught up in rapping to the girls that they were trying to read or rapping to that group. I'm mm. um, telling them this is why you aren't cool, blah blah blah. <laughs> but Scarlett actually came in straight away, performed to the front. Um, every, all of everything was to the front, but she still made it known that she was rapping about the girls, and that's mm-hmm. something that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. And she was like a little firecracker, wasn't she? She just mm-hmm. came in, like you knew she was there um so that's yeah the, the, this was the first time for me scarlet i'm i noticed scarlet yes so and she gave me kind of like india Farrow vibes the way she was like high kicking and spinning her hair around yeah, yeah. slut dropping and everything else yeah now there i want to talk about unless you have any more standouts i want to bring up some of the people that actually were quite bad or could you use more work yes 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 yes, yes. oh Gosh, yeah. Let's focus on who, the positive. Who are not Why are you going to go just a negative? Mm. Okay. So some of the girls who I felt struggled in this. Okay. Now, first of all, and I'm very, very surprised. I have to say Tainomi. Now, mm. Tainomi, I thought slayed her rap. She came out here. She did her thing. I was like, yeah, she's starting off strong. But then they... 
they, they almost made it uh, a point to show us that a lot of the time she wasn't lip syncing. Yeah. They, a lot of the yeah. time she wasn't lip syncing. And those times when she wasn't lip syncing, also, she just had a blank face on. So she wasn't even like giving you like a, hmm, ha, like, you know, mm. like that face, like, ah, oh, I'm doing a really cool dance right now. Yeah. It was just like, hmm, I'm going through the steps as if it's a rehearsal. Like, that's what her face showed. And it wasn't just her that they showed. There were two others. It was also Anastasia mm. Anakwe. She also, um, like would stop she did exactly what i said not to do don't stop and look around yeah what did she do she stopped and she looked around she and how obvious you, how obvious like you just draw it in you just notice when some when there's synchronized movement and all of a sudden there's a part of that movement that stops uh-huh. and does something off and disrupts the flow of that movement your eyes go straight to them and she she let you know that she um, forgot about it now not also alona alona didn't know the choreography a lot of the times mm. and she looked very very lost but i have to give her credit in the sense that i always saw her lips moving yeah Regardless, like she was not getting it, but I saw her lips moving the whole time. And I always always felt like she was also really trying to perform. She was trying to perform perform through her um her mistakes now yeah, that's something that didn't through yeah didn't she? that's something that tainomi um and anastasia didn't do and for me as seasoned queens mm. i thought that they would be the first ones to know how to cover up mistakes the only one we've not really mentioned is jimbo um now jimbo to me she was really funny in like the intro and the outro outro mm. with the bits that were a bit more like a comedy sketch really um she didn't bring as much energy as I wanted from her during okay. her verse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. And with I you. love Jimbo. I did like. I've loved her from the beginning. I did unlike like you. I stop. I've, <laughs> I like Jimbo's verse. You know what? What I, I should have made you do the same thing, and I, and I implore everyone to do this as well. To to take away your eyes from the screen to to appreciate the visual performance as a whole and then also to listen to it as though you're on an iPod or an, you know or listening on your phone you'll mm. actually notice that some some people actually shine through the audio and it doesn't translate to the screen because the performance doesn't match the um how clever the lyrics are and um i have to say that jumbo was one of the people that also stood out to me like i said lemon didn't stand out to me in her verse but when i was listening to the audio and I was listening to the content of what she was rapping about. I actually thought it was great. And when I was listening to Alone, I was like, yes. When I was listening to Tiny Me, I'm mm. like, that's it. That's it. Like some of these girls had really, really, really good raps. And where they fell short was actually in their performance. Now, I can't think of any queen whose rap wasn't amazing. Wasn't am- the, Wait, No, did. Anastasia. Sorry. I, I, just, I, I go back. Anastasia was the only one where I felt like she was reading a menu. Like she mm. was you know recording a, a voice note they or, managed to stitch something together with what she put out clearly yeah, she struggled but it really did feel like she was reading something out loud whereas other queens were were more kind of dynamic in the way that they were expressing themselves in their rap so will the judges focus more on performance and choreography and presence or delivery and you know how funny their verse is the wittiness of their wittiness mm. the wittiness of their lyrics or will they take into account the runway well let's take a look at the runway and rapid fire the category for the runway is quebecy with the good hair now first of all i 
I'm not laughing now, but when they announced <laughs> you it, lulled. I, I, I just, that's one of the best things I have heard this year. <laughs> Quebec with the good hair. Oh, I love it. And we're it starting off this category with Miss Kiara. So Kiara's given me a very Studio 54. This is what Kine was trying to do on the runway um, in uh, the first episode. But she's given me very Donna Summer meets uh, Olivia Newton-John. It's like Donna Summer went blonde. I don't like the fit. It's to be honest, yeah, it's a bit off. I mean, I'm no seamstress, but I do not like the fit at all. To me, it, it 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 looks like it's it's four sizes too big. It it looks like it doesn't. I know what I know what's supposed to be at like near the near the ends of the fabric. Supposed to be a bit loosey discoy, but like yes. where it should be fitted, like in the waist and in the front, it's not. Mm. Everything looks like she looks like a sack. Like she's wearing a a, a golden sack. It, it didn't. Nip I love the weave. In yeah, the, in the right place. But I loved how giant the hair was. Oh yes, but, I I loved the hair. Quebecy with good hair. Points for the hair. <laughs> points um, for the hair, her, honey. Her mug looked really. She also looks really pretty in the face Kiara no I love this from Jimbo oh Jimbo so, now, if Jimbo was in the bottom this should save her she was giving me kind of Mad Max meets Phoenix from the X-Men in this you know dark Phoenix and this kind of bondage get up and okay, hugest yeah. big poodle weave I've ever seen I love this kind of gradiated ombre yep. blonde to, to fiery scarlet red tips and she was really serving it I loved her look I love how um pale she paints her her face has a really kind of like to me you know like those um those 80s like really blown out overexposed photo portraits where they were just like eyes yeah. and lips and is cheeks. that kind of her signature thing i think so because she paints pale her, and everything yeah as that she paints her face white all or, the time almost a little bit kind of kabuki-esque or like harlequin-esque mm. i'll tell you what it looks like a fashion porcupine <laughs> I love it. We need more fashion porcupines. It is a fashion porcupine. I mean, I I just think you that she served um, it. Carmen Carrera there. Is that a real porcupine or whatever? I don't remember that She quote. was talking about Manila's But look at it, because it goes all the way to the back, all she's the way down sewn, her. She's sewn it all the way into the costume to create the illusion of a very long weave, and it's That's, actually several different ones. The thing is, the, that is stunning. Now, we've yeah. got Miss Tainomi Banks. I wasn't I, the biggest fan of this. I, I don't like it at so all. The, she had, like, a hair hat like Shangela had. Remember but, in that yeah, episode? But there's no, like, dome on the top. It's just, like, it looks like a flat piece of fabric that's just lopsided. It's, it's really unfortunate because I like what she's going for. Do you know what the idea of a hair hat is? Is always like better than the execution. I've never seen it done well. Well, Miss um, Cracker. Um, oh, okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, kind of like one with wafts coming off it. Okay, Miss Cracker's was like woven out of dense hair, wasn't mm-hmm. it? But like this, this I love. What, I love the idea. It's like a kind of rainbow pride kind of effect but there's just not enough hair it looks cheap it does um, it really does you know what and like it's again it's quite boxy it's just hair hanging off the front the hair of hanging her off the dress just so and it's just done. going down in this you can't see her body it's it looks like it's falling open at the top it doesn't yeah. fit her those gorgeous legs are covered up. i mean got, I, I hasn't she got a habit of covering up her beautiful body in an unflattering way i 
Do you remember her? You're putting me on the spot here, In mate. the first episode, she's wearing that giant denim thing that swamped her. I mean, I just think that she, she does have one of the best bodies, period. Not just on the show, yeah. period. And she's not really showing it in this um, in this costume. And I think that the costume doesn't do Tainomi justice. Naomi Campbell nor Tyra Banks would be seen dead in this get-up, unfortunately. And it looks terrible from the back as well. Oh, Tainomi. Because you, you can see her head underneath the yeah. wig because it, it's not thick there's enough. There's not enough hair. Yeah, there's not enough hair. Oh, yeah, that was a big... Now, Boa, I really like this Russian princess. And I'm, <laughs> I was just saying, oh, look, she's going to give us glamour finally. And then, bam. <laughs> well, she steps out like Divine doing Anna Karenina. And then, um, yeah, she's got this kind of Borat realness underneath, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, I love the humor of it. I love the humor of it. And I actually think I love the way she paints. I mean, she's clearly referencing Divine. Um, and this is, yeah, it's a very John Waters kind of thing, isn't it? To like combine glamour with something really gross and tacky underneath. Do you know what? I'll tell you what. I, I, I don't mind it. It's very, very funny. And it's very, mm. very what I've come to ex- um, to expect from Boa. I like But this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what I don't like about this costume is that when she did her reveal and we have that kind of... Was it, Borat, that Borat kind of mankini, mankini yeah. with a wig um, that's been placed in the crotch now, area. You know I'll what... tell you what I don't like is that it actually the fit actually isn't good. The fit hasn't been done well, and it really looks like a child had um, drawn on that mankini with the glitter. <laughs> there's just there's no okay. finesse to it. Like I understand what okay. she's going for, and I love the vision, and I love the whole haha. You know, it's very it, this is very much a milk kind of thing like milk likes a point fun at glamour mm. and i really do i do see that in this this outfit from boa but i don't think she um did the the justice to this mankini look i think that because she thought ha it's gonna be funny that she didn't have to make it as fitted as polished and i and like i said before she's relying on that amateur to kind of it's part of her brand i i like the way that she's she's been really imaginative in her interpretation of it because she's got big like ginger minjesque hair um, it's a fur coat, so it's more hair. And then she's got... Now, you know what this is called? You learnt it from season 12. What do we call a, a vagina wig? Um, oh, um, um, it's... it's uh... Uh, it's a merkin. Merkin. It's a merkin. Oh, I am a merkin, a merkin, uh, except they're Canadian. Um, so she's had more hair there. And I just think it was really interesting, fun, and much to take. But I completely agree with you. A bit tickety-tack-tack. From Transylvania, who's, who's not, not apologizing, apologizing for it. Yeah. Um, now, okay, lemon. lemon comes up. So I like you know what, what lemon's giving me lemon's from the neck planting up. down as a tree. She's got a, tr- a lemon tree on her. as a, a, Her weave as a lemon tree. <laughs> and she's coming down as a tree. And the thing is, she actually looks like a tree. It looks like a straight on like hog body <laughs> tree. Like she yeah. doesn't. She's not cinched. And I... And I so there's no shape. It just looks like she's wearing a box. Now, Lemon's not giving me kind of like the sense of fashion and sophistication I was hoping for from here. Now, I think the fabric of this dress is horrible. I think it's cheap. I think, like you say, the fit is terrible because 
okay, far be it for me, you know, to tell somebody how to present their body, but it would look better if she was cinched. Yes. Um, now, I, I like, she's so pretty and I like what's going on from the neck up. I like the imaginative take on this kind of like mushroom cloud slash lemon tree. And it's the first time she's not wearing PP yellow hair. But having said that, do I like the shade of grey on her? Mm, I don't think I do. Um, I don't like the way the colours go together. Um, it's a weird white belt and weird cuff that just are apropos of nothing. Um, overall, it's a boot. Oh, it's sparkly, it's actually not disappo- I'm, I'm starting to question Lemon's taste level, to yes. be very honest. Um, um, because It's not hitting the floor either. Why is the dress not hitting the floor? Just, it's a weird it's mid, really, yeah, it's mid-ankle length. I mean... First of all, there's been 12 seasons of Amer- of RuPaul's Drag Race. We've got a UK version. Um, we've also had uh, so many all-stars in Philippines and all that. Like, you're, this isn't a brand new show. Like, you no. kind of know the expectations. Like, if you were to walk into a club with that, bam, girl, yes, I'll be throwing my ones at you. Ones, um, not fives. No, I'll be throwing my ones at you because it's ugly. Like, <laughs> like my coins, girl. I'm injuring. I'm, I'm going for the kill. I'm just we joking. have pound coins in the UK, guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, like it's just, it's just for RuPaul's Drag Race. No, it's just a no, and I'm not saying that it's ugly. I'm just saying that it's just not good enough. Based on her presentation when she walked in the door, I thought she'd have a better sense of fashion than this, but. Um, on to Priyanka so Priyanka, Priyanka's giving me lots of Street Fighter references here with her Chun-Li buns yeah. and the colour scheme is very you know Gil the boss from Street Fighter 3 mm-hmm. he's half blue half red very that so he's kind of like Chun-Li meets Gil they had a baby I, I like it um, it's, it's very, not enough hair for me to be honest but like it's, it I is like all it. made from hair though this could have been something from the hairball challenge in season it, 3 you're right it is I think the fabric the material is here the skirt the la pouf is here Shangelo would be sniffing around checking for materials that are not hair <laughs> like she did Baraja oh so it's tool <laughs> mm, oh. come on tool yes but no I really do like that look from Priyanka now let's um, this is Anastasia Anakwe now she she walks in back first. She, yes. she walks into the, the the club back first, <laughs> and there's that here. This is a cartoon character. This cousin It from the Addams cousin Family. Cousin It. Okay. Yeah. So she walks in as cousin. You've seen cousin It. Cousin it like always has the glass, just a big hair monster with, yes, glasses, with glasses and sort of. Um, and then she turns around, and she actually said that she was referencing Chun Li from Street Fighter, which I didn't see because that's not what her hair is like. And Chun Li doesn't have a goatee. She doesn't have a goatee, no. Well pointed out. Um, and I, I guess the, the dress was like Chun-Li's traditional sort of Chinese fighting dress. That I'm yeah. not quite sure name, but it's made out of black latex. Yeah. So um, I wasn't really getting the Chun-Li reference, but, you know, we are Street Fighter purists Confusion. <laughs> a bit of confusion. Confusion. Um, I was, com- was, I was a bit confused. I love the fact that there was so much hair. I just... Um, hmm. I preferred... I, I loved the gag of the, like, cousin it. I wish the front presentation was something different. I wish the front was, like... Um, 
What's the what's the the mother on the show? Oh, the long, Morticia. I wish, that would have been a much better gag. She turned around, yeah, could, and there was Morticia with a long weave all the way to the the ground, and like with that beautiful body. So the the that theme made sense. I love that idea but, because she would have kept it within the exactly, Adams family instead of jumping onto exactly weird, you know, two heads. But I, yeah. I I I didn't make sense, and then also the execution for that it just was not Chung Lee yeah. and that goatee. No. Do you know what could have worked, actually? Because it might have been hard to do Morticia's black weave with it. Um, granny from Adam's family, she just had, like, big, big grey hair, and she could have turned to French, she could have been, like, a witchy granny. Yeah. Want, well, it just, just, it just sort of just stayed in theme. Now, next up, we've got Rita Beggar, and this is Zor. This is a, it's a cartoon character? She was giving me... A, a, she didn't mention this, but I, I'm getting very Gem and the Holograms vibes from this. Um, they the, the Misfits had a friend called Clash... I think, who um, very much gave this kind of look. Yeah. Um, big purple, back-combed, curly hair, and this lovely sunshine yellow kind of raincoat get-up. And she was dancing and bopping. She said that she was, it was, she was giving 80s vibes, Cindy Lauper vibes. Okay. So it's all in the same ballpark, you know, big, bright 80s. I really did like the look. It was nice. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Now, Scarlet Bobo comes in and her weave says Bobo. Says Bobo. And she's pulling another little trick where she was breathing out some um, dry ice or something, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, but um, that was already done by Monet Exchange. So I was, also, I thought yeah. I, I gave a tribute right back to Monet. It's been done. And Monet did it really, really good too. This doesn't fit the theme. Like she should have kept that for like a cold theme or something. Yeah, exactly. So, but, well, um, it's cold in quebec Ah, uh, okay. Quebec yeah, so that's what hair. it is. Quebec with the good hair. Okay, Quebec what, as they said in the first I, I like this look, I think. I, do. I think it's a bit basic. I think I like it from the neck up. From the neck I up, love it's what nice. What she's done with the hair is great. It's fun. That's creative. What she's wearing from the neck down is basically a leotard with a few tracks of hair. Um, stitch onto it. Oh, she got biceps. Mm. Did you see that when she turns her arms? She got mm. biceps. Someone dreams come through, Scalabobo. I mean, we've seen this before. We've seen so many leotards with basically fringe or hair track show, sewn onto them. I like it from the neck up. Okay. Yeah. The, I love her makeup. The hair's creative. Oh. This was cute with Alona. Alona, I love this look. So she's giving me... It's like she's walking the dog. She's but... kind of like Mae West uh, meets Bo Peep, meets some sort of, um, you know, burlesque poodle owner, who is also a poodle, who is also kind of a My Little Pony. There's a lot of stuff in there. I love the powder blue color scheme. She loves yes. she loves a monochromatic um, pastel color scheme. She does that quite often. I think it's her signature. She came in and kind of like seafoam green, didn't she? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I really love this look and this. You know what? If it um, it doesn't work on RuPaul's Drag Race, but maybe on a Canadian's next top competition model year pageant, <laughs> maybe they're actually going to take the runway into account because if they we'll do see. take the runway into account, this look has to save Valona from the bottom. Can I say something as well? Do you know who really needs to sack the stylist? Who? Jeffrey. For such a handsome, gorgeous man, he wears some terrible clothes. Clothes? Clothes. He wears some really bad clothes. You see, like, what was going on with the... Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's focus on the girls. Yes. Now, who do you think... Who are your tops and bottoms? We've seen the... We've seen the runway. We've seen their performances. Who is the top two? Who is the bottom two for you? 
Mm. This is a hard one. I find it hard to pluck somebody performance-wise out. Like, I got more of a kind of, I was entertained by the general sense of fun and finding it hard to say they were amazing. Yeah. Can you please lead on this? The thing is, those who were great performance-wise kind of lacked in the rap. Mm. And, and and that kind of let them down. So there was actually no one who slayed the rap and also slayed the performance. So yeah. There was actually no one who did justice to the performance as a whole. So what I have to do is I have to pick up favorites. Yeah. Favorites for me was I actually liked Tainomi's rap, um, her confidence, but there were times, a lot of the times, where she wasn't um, rapping mm. and singing. And that's for me, is like I said it before, no matter what happens, just keep your lips moving and keep performing. And I think when she, was, when she wasn't performing, she was telling you with her face, I'm not performing. Yeah. And for me, for such a seasoned queen, I'm like, that's 101. That's 101. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm not flat. I think she has. Probably one of the worst. Her and Lemon have the worst run runway looks. Yeah. Um. To the point where I'm worried that Tainomi might be in the bottom. Um. Yeah. But Lemon killed um the performance like you know really well. So I think she won't be in the bottom. But like that, her she needs to. Rem- she needs to up the level of what she's bringing to what's on the runway. And I don't know if you can mm. because you've already brought your suitcases, but she needs to use the fabric on the wall or something or ask the girls to help her out a bit. I think maybe Priyanka and Scarlett might be high this week. Okay. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I didn't really like Priyanka performance-wise, but mm. like when I if I look at performance and rap, I think she actually is was okay in both so therefore she did a good job i think they might be harsh to jimbo but i hope her the runway do you think the run yeah better hard i think this runway would definitely this runway should but like you know they're picking choose when runway is actually part of the judging Mm. criteria i'll tell you anastasia her i think she's definitely in the bottom because mm. her look was a bit unflattered for me. Her look wasn't one of the best. I mean, it was great, but um, it just wasn't compared to some of the other great girls. It yeah. wasn't enough. And also performance-wise, um, she just, her rap wasn't great. Her performance wasn't great either. The thing is, Anastasia is actually a really good mover. When I say yeah. mover, when I see her dance, she executes the choreography well. However, what she showed is that maybe she doesn't pick up choreography as fast because she mm. did forget the chore and she wasn't a bad dancer. It was her memory that kind of played against her there. Yeah. So I think Anastasia might be in the bottom as well. Could it be another good week for Boa? Because she- you liked her energy and her personality um, and the yeah, performance. Yeah, Boa would be top as well. Really she, memorable runway. Yeah, Boa will be up the top there. Mm. The bottoms for me would be Anastasia. I hope not Tainomi because I actually really like Tainomi. I like her and Anastasia a lot. Um, so Oh, um, Kiara? I see. I liked what Kiara brought. Kiara actually. is so forgettable. I think she, there's, I some, think. there's some. You're right. Like even though I, when I think of her, like I liked her performance. I keep I keep forgetting her name actually. Yeah, I, I'm like, what, is, it, is it Kiara? Is it, it is it's kind of a generic name. It's be Kiara. It's definitely Kiara. The, that's my top for the uh, the tops and the bottoms. I think yes, we've come up with some sort of opinion right. there. So let's let's see let's see, let's who, they see who they crown the tops and let's see what the lip sync brings for us. Mm. Okay, Tom, let's wrap it up. 
So we have our safe girls, Jimbo, Rita and Lemon, and they mince off backstage. And then, so it always interests me. They seem to have an odd number of the top and bottom girls on the stage. There's always somebody who's a bit like, hmm, where do you fall? Are you, are you, you know, just safe or what? But um, let's go through them. So um, Kiara got clear bottom uh, critiques. Tainomi, they said she danced well, but she missed a lot of the lyrics and they, they hated her <gasps> she outfit. She didn't know the words. She didn't know the words. Um, and so they put, she was clear bottom. Boa, they loved her look. It said that she was stand out with her energy in the performance. She was top. Priyanka, they loved high energy. They really liked her look more than I did, actually. Anastasia, um, they said exactly what you said. The reveal should have been Morticia. I mean, what can I say, Tom? I you're, know everything. You're a fashionista. Now, there was... Now, first of all, I want to say this. The attitude check mm. from uh, Miss Anastasia. So when um, when Brooklyn was giving her feedback on their performance and Brooklyn was saying, you need to, you need to have more fun. You need to have more fun with it. And then mm. um, Anastasia started laughing. And then Brooklyn goes, yeah, like that. Mm. I actually had to pause it. <laughs> and I had to, I paused it and I said, Tom, listen... <laughs> her laughing at that moment wasn't her lightening up. Her laughing was her rejecting what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. It was her saying, "Ha ha ha!" You re- like I'm not listening to what you, you know. You know what I'm saying? So when someone talks, when someone tells something about you that you know is untrue, and you just, you laugh it off like what a joke. That's what she was doing, yeah. and she does it again later. Um, so Scarlett, they loved her. Um, they loved her again. They loved her runway look more than I. But they said they said it was more about her presentation, and they really liked her in the challenge. Ilona loved the look, but she faded into the background in the challenge. They said, which you somewhat dis- you know we both somewhat disagreed with, didn't we? That like she, at least she kept going with the lip sync, even though she did miss a lot of steps. Yep. So um, winner of the week is drumroll Priyanka. I'm not going to argue with it. I liked Priyanka. To be this. honest, it was really hard to choose a winner this week because no one was like X Factor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There was no one that just came up there and was like, bam, I'm here. Like when I think about amazing verses, I think about like um, Sasha Falour's, mm-hmm. um her clever one, her Soleil Coulee. I think about Alaska. Or even thinking about, you know, season 12 um, with the, the opening performances uh, in that season. We had yes. some standouts there, didn't we? Um, like yeah. to Widow on Do, she was fab. And then you think about um, verses like Jackie Cox. Jackie yeah. Cox was, um, I'm Jackie Cox. Can't fit me in the box. Oh, yeah, in the, in the, and you yeah. can that my net. That, 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 I'll be working on my record when I'm talking up the M. And even when she was like, with personality, I wear my heart on my sleeve. See? I'm Jack. Like, these are the these are the kind of, like, when you hear moments like that, they just stick out to you. There was mm. really, like, no one who had the, the X Factor. Mm-mm. So I'm not mad at Priyanka winning this. It, it, it could have gone either way. What yeah. I do want to say is that these girls need to step it up these Mm. girls need to step it up i mean it it just wasn't a a wow i mean it was great i loved it i was actually thoroughly enjoyed i enjoyed the audio more than i enjoyed watching the performance Uh like i can see myself playing this on my ipod um while i'm driving and, and just like yeah and just like listening to it and enjoying it more but i just think that what fell short actually was the performance factor and obviously it's because they didn't have enough time mm-hmm. so we gotta we gotta put that into effect but yes congratulations priyanka the bottom two was anastasia and 
Tainomi Banks. This saddened me because it was like two of the girls with great reputations coming into the competition being in the bottom two so early. And, you know, obviously this means that one of these, like, girls who's got a great legendary reputation in um, Canada is going to be going home. Again, like like you mentioned, um, Anastasia laughed when she was told she was in the bottom two. But as she did this this towel with her, where she stuck her tongue out as she laughed, which is a very rejecting body language which sign. confirmed to me yeah. what i was telling tom before i'm like see there she is she laughed again and she stuck her tongue out with, yeah. which tom told me later on that that's a sign of rejection yeah. like you know it's it's a bad taste that you it's, reject it so yeah it's almost like disgust yeah it's so i think anastasia is just like not having it She's kind of over it wasn't she yeah but i want to say this the lip sync um was good it was really good I actually. actually thought majority of the time that Anastasia was going to win because she had this regal presence and she was like really singing mm. the words one thing Tainomi doesn't do well at all is she doesn't give good face mm-hmm. which is like her body is amazing to watch but her face doesn't really communicate or her face doesn't really like hold the same passion yes. as her movement does and I think that holds your back I don't know why it's like she gives it half because yeah. half now when you when you when you have that and then you go to a close-up of Anastasia and she's really giving it to you like she's really mm. pouring her heart out on the song I would have maybe given this to Anastasia but there was a moment where I think Anastasia just gave up mm-hmm. and she just kind of was like I think she was over it I'm gonna be very honest I think Anastasia was over it she she really didn't she care and there's I, a, she stopped lip syncing she started just like pointing at Tainomi when she was singing the yeah. words she stuck her tongue out and did the Tainomi kind of thingy I felt like, like she, they had a great mutual respect I felt like they were really showing each other some love as well I think Anastasia was showing Tainomi love but i think anastasia was also saying it's, it's yours girl like yeah i'm i'm out like it was it was a forfeit like she she checked out of it tainomi did exactly the right thing as well by taking off her cumbersome hair hat and coat actually looking a lot better than her runway look it was mm. it was more basic but she looked so much more chic yeah um and i thought the other thing with with anastasia was that she was weighed down by her big headpiece so she actually even though it complemented her performance because she stood in one place and she gave lots of emotion she actually couldn't do dance much. really because i was going to fall off her head mm. but and also i found it really interesting how even under that like heavy fringe that and heavy heavy headpiece that she had going on she still managed to convey so much emotion which is remarkable i thought very good she performed through all of that that's a sign of a good performer so the person that was saved was tainomi banks and we actually mm-hmm. said goodbye to anastasia who when they announced mm-hmm. that um sasha away she didn't say words she just smiled and just walked to the back did her quote and I don't know if this is true you said it she didn't leave a lipstick message did you see a lipstick message no but maybe like she unsheathed the lipstick put it away okay walked away she has nothing to say to those bitches well they're just like she's obviously she's thrown it she's over it she doesn't agree with it um that's a drag queen (laughs) that's 
that's the truth of a joke. Congratulations. Leave, I am happy. Leaving yeah. us with something to exactly. talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good on you, girl. Yeah. All right, that's a great episode. We are going to be reviewing the next one, episode four. As I said before, we've got our friends coming up this week, and we'll be recording <gasps> a the Pufter Awards for the All Stars 5. And also, we're going to be doing Canada's Drag Race with them as well. Mm-hmm. And like we said, Tom's going to be on YouTube. I, well, Tom's going to be on YouTube. He's going to be a star. Rumors abound. So make sure you keep in touch. Make sure you follow us and listen to us. Tell a friend, subscribe, rate, and review. But that's us for today. We'll see you in a couple of hours, really. <laughs> We're really putting this as this production line, the podcast, isn't pow, it? Pow, pow, yeah. Pow, pow. So we'll see you guys very soon. This is Polo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See Bye. you soon. Bye-bye.